0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast. So today's episode is going to be very coveted. I have had multiple people ask me this question. And it's something that is honestly different for every relationship, but it's something I wanted to dive in to give you tips and how I handle being in a relationship, being with my partner literally 24 7 when traveling the world full time. So Before I get into it, I will give you a little bit of background if you don't know me and my life. So I've been traveling for over a year now, the world full time living out of one single suitcase. And the entire time I've been traveling, I have been with my partner. We met in China when we both lived in China. Very long story. Um, With that, if you are interested, feel free to DM me on Instagram at nomadniks and let me know if you're interested in the whole story. I can definitely make an episode about it. However, the long story short is that we met in China and then probably about six months into our relationship, I was wanting to leave China since before we were even together. He wasn't. We ended up leaving China with the plan of being gone for one year and then we would come back to China I didn't really love that plan but he had a life and restaurants and everything in china wanted to go back um it turns out that we both ended up working online i had already established an online business and worked for myself online he then did the same so we ended up traveling full-time and we have now been traveling full-time for over a year together the entire time we have not had even a single solo trip um even when i go to my home country he goes to his home country we always go with each other so i am absolutely not joking or being sarcastic when i say we are together probably like 22 hours a day um But we are literally always in the same room together. (laughs) Same room, same apartment, same hotel, whatever it may be. We are always together. We have not, like I said, taken a single solo trip or anything like that. I think the most we've been apart is when he goes out with friends for the evening and I don't, which is pretty crazy. It's definitely a different relationship dynamic than... Most couples who, especially before COVID, but even sometimes now, still you go to the office for eight, nine hours, maybe even more. I hope not more <laughs> longer um, per day, and then you see each other for maybe an hour or two in the morning, and then you come home, make dinner, sit on the couch together, or do whatever it is that you do together, and then go to bed. So that lifestyle, you know, you don't really see too much of each other in the weekdays because you're at work. Our lifestyle, we literally work on our computers and of course we share the same accommodation so we are always together and you know sometimes we joke about this and quite honestly I would say like the first nine eight or nine months of us traveling full-time together we were both like how have we not killed each other um, it's a joke that we like to have because I honestly, and I think he's the same. I don't know how I haven't killed him. I am much more introverted. He is much more extroverted. So I really like to have my alone time sometimes and, That's just kind of something you have to respect is even if you're in the same room or in the same apartment, hotel, whatever it may be with somebody, you can still be alone together, if that makes sense. So yeah, we have this little inside joke of like, how have we not killed each other or broken up or something? Because it's definitely not easy. It is a true test of your relationship. I would say if you can do that for a year and literally 365 days of the year be together, like I said, 22, 23 hours, even 24 hours per day, then you'll probably make it through. There's definitely arguments and things that happen along the way, which is totally normal. And you kind of just have to put it into perspective. I always like to ask myself, is this something that will really matter in three months? And almost always the answer is no. So not really worth getting mad over. All right. So my tips for being in a relationship with somebody and traveling the world full time. So like I said, you do need time apart. And again, like I said, time apart can look like time apart together. Sometimes we have booked not on purpose. You know, the photos are sometimes a bit deceiving on the websites, the hotel booking websites, but Sometimes we've booked places that we think are much bigger and it ends up literally being one room. And so we're in this tiny little room with a bathroom, like right beside the bed or something. And it's just one door for the bathroom, one door to exit the room. And that is the entire room. We've had a few hotels that have been like that. So literally the only place we can work is on the bed. And thankfully we both like to work on the bed, which is great and comfortable, but you do need that alone time, even if it is together. Sometimes we will go to cafes. My job can be more of a cafe job because of the fact that I don't need to always be on calls or recording or podcasts. I can do a lot of client work just sitting on my computer. His work is more doing YouTube videos, making reels, doing voiceovers, different things like that. So for him, it's more difficult to be in a cafe. So sometimes I will go to a cafe if I'm wanting a change of vibe or if we're in a hotel, I might even go down to the lobby, which makes it a lot easier than having to find a cafe and making sure they have good Wi-Fi and then, you know, buying a coffee and then, oh, no, I didn't check the Wi-Fi. And that can be a whole ordeal in itself. But... Um, really being able to find the time to just work and both of us just to be essentially with our computers, even if we're sitting on a bed beside each other, we don't have to be talking. We don't have to be, you know, we're just working on our own things. So what I kind of like to call this as well is our office hour time. Um, We don't really do much co-working, to be completely honest. I think whenever there's a lot of transport time to get somewhere and to get back, for me, I would just rather spend that time working and on my computer. So a lot of the time I do end up working at a desk in the room or another room in the Airbnb or in a hotel lobby, somewhere that's close by where I don't have to trek to a cafe or trek to co-working because I'd rather use that travel time to actually get work done. Um, And for me, I can work almost anywhere, I would say, (laughs) which I think is also a great skill if you're going to be a nomadic. But like I said, having these kind of quote unquote office hours times and both just doing our own things. Okay. So this is the perfect example. I would normally cut this out, but what just happened was I was in the middle of recording a podcast. I forgot to tell my partner that I was recording. I usually try to tell him whenever I'm going on a call or recording or live or whatnot. I always try to tell him so that he doesn't walk into the room, but I forgot to tell him this time. So he walked into the room as I was recording this podcast episode, and that's why it is cut. So this is a perfect example of what I was just talking about, of the fact that you have to be pretty flexible. I didn't get mad at him. We did a little dance. He brushed his teeth, and then I told him, look, I'm recording for the next however many minutes. Try not to come back in here. So... Yes, that is one of the things of traveling and living with somebody full time. So what I was going to say next is that you have to make sure that you spend time together. And I think this is kind of default when you are working because you go to work, you go to the office, or if you work at home, maybe you have your own offices, if you have that luxury, (laughs) Um, and then you come back home at the end of the day and you see each other and you usually will maybe cook dinner, watch a movie, go ice skating, whatever it may be. you spend time together. And it can be difficult to have this balance when you are traveling as a couple, because sometimes both of us or one of us gets so engrossed in our work that we forget, you know, oh, it's seven o'clock or nine o'clock or midnight. And we should probably spend some time together. So instead of working the whole day, let's be together. So I think it's really important to remember to come together at some point in the day. And the beauty of living a nomadic lifestyle is the fact that we can maybe spend all day together And then we come together at night and we spend the evening together or we can spend all day together doing a tour, exploring, whatever it may be. And then we come together in the day. So at nighttime, we are working and I've seriously had some nights where I'm up till 2 or 3 a.m. working and so has he, which is totally fine because we have the luxury of being able most days to sleep in and get started on our work whenever we really have time to, but it's important to remember to spend time together and to carve out the time for this is my working time and now this is going to be my us being together time. Another big thing, especially for me because I do client work and I work with clients on a retainer basis, so they have access to contact me essentially whenever they want. Um, so it is important to put your phone on do not disturb, or I have like a non-client, um, what are they called on Apple? The kind of like the do not disturb the focus mode. I have a one for no client notifications or emails or anything coming through so that when we're spending time together, it's literally just us spending time together. Otherwise your work, especially if you have retainer clients like me, can get, a little bit distracting and then you can feel overwhelmed having so much work to do if you have a bunch of clients messaging you and it can just ruin your time together. So that is also important to set those boundaries and that's a business boundary as well. So that's a whole nother topic, but that definitely comes into play when working and traveling as a couple. So my last little tidbit that I absolutely love and I know my partner does, is to make other friends. Specifically, I like making other friends who are nomadic couples, because it's fun. We can hang out with the four of us when it's just one friend. It's a little bit awkward, like a couple and one friend. It's okay. But I do love meeting other couples, especially other couples who are nomadic and who feel the exact same way that we do about traveling the world. And it's always fun because you never know where or when you're gonna meet up with these couples again in the future. You already know each other, you already have a relationship with this other couple that you've met and you can meet up somewhere else in the world and not have to start from zero like you do a lot of the time as a nomad. When meeting new people, it's you know the initial conversation of where are you from? How did you get here? What do you do? You already know these people, so you can just do fun couple activities together. Definitely make other friends who aren't just couples as well, but we find, you know, sometimes if he meets guy friends or I meet girlfriends. We just all just go out with a girlfriend alone. He doesn't want to come or I won't go out with him and his guy friend who he met. You know, it's just kind of for him a guy thing. So it's nice to meet other couples because then you can hang out together and do fun things together. Go to Christmas markets, go skating, go explore a waterfall, like whatever it may be, whatever your interests are. So I would highly recommend wherever you go connecting with other couples and other people. And there are so many ways to do this. You can do this through Facebook groups. You can do this through um, other apps like Meetup. And there are so many like Meetup internations as well. There's so many out there that I would highly, highly recommend. But if you're just getting started, Facebook groups are probably the easiest way to go and are a surefire way to meet other people who are traveling. So these are my travel tips for you. If you are in a relationship, traveling the world with somebody, like I said, it is not always easy. Nothing worthwhile is ever easy. So keep that in mind as well. But um, it is absolutely well worth it. I can tell you that without a doubt. I would highly recommend to travel with somebody, but you do need those boundaries and you do need to kind of understand each other and know how each other works. Sometimes we're in the same room together and we're not talking for like four hours sometimes or maybe longer, You know, it really depends on the day. Every day is different. Take it as it comes and just enjoy life. Enjoy building your business or enjoy remote working. Enjoy traveling and enjoy the company of both yourself and of your partner. So I hope that this episode brought you some good tips, some good things to think about. Even if you don't travel with somebody, maybe you will in the future, or maybe it'll be a good friend who you travel with. And a lot of these can apply to that situation as well. Feel free to message me at nomadneeks on Instagram. I would love to connect with you there and reach out to me if you have any questions or want me to make another episode and dive into a specific topic even deeper. I'll see you on the next episode and thank you for joining me here.